Follow it. Follow it. Don't blink. Here we go. Okay, my man, where's the beam? That one. Damn, man. They service trained you well. One more time, give a brother a chance to win back some of his green. Double or nothing? Five will get you 10. 10 will get you 20. 20 will get you plenty. Go time, sailor. Where's it at? Right there. Snap. Oh. Told you. Don't blink. Who's next? Who wants to play? I'm feeling lucky. Rondo's closed. It's a hell of a shiny you got. Dangers are doing business. Dangers are scamming people, you know. Hey, they put up their own money. I ain't picking their pockets. Yeah, but you don't play fair either. Why are you hassling me? Because of a Marine we found dead in Central Park. I lowered my flag to half mass. You know what? Don't you test me today, Rondo. I'm telling you right now, because you won't win. What, you sticking this on me? I don't know any Marines. Well, the lack of cash and the lima bean in his pocket would beg to differ. And how's that single me out? That's free week, Rondo. The city's flush with money. Your shell game, it's a dying art. There's only a few crews still running into the city. And you're the only guy that got busted that uses a lima bean as a mark. So I'm thinking you scammed him. Maybe he popped you in the eye and I pissed you off. So you followed him into Central Park, ambushed him. You sure? Corporal Trevor Price. Take a good look. That guy. Man, I didn't hurt him. That brother was cool. Okay, sailor. Where's it at? There. He lost. He took the bean as a souvenir. He said only in New York, lesson learned. Walked off. I was around nine last night, never saw him again. How'd you get the shine? The rest of the fleet wasn't so forgiving. The next mark tagged me after I took him for two pills. I didn't kill that Marine. All right, well, then you won't mind giving me a DNA sample then, right? Welcome to Dear Chadwick Podcast. This is a podcast in celebration of the life and career of our beloved Chadwick Bozeman. I am your host, Rain Coleman, and this is episode one, Heroes. Um, so yeah, <laughs> getting right to it. You guys know that we are fans of Chadwick Bozeman over here at Carefree Black Nerd. Uh, Chadwick Bozeman lived from November 29th of 1976 to August 28th of 2020. Um, this is a series, the first installment, well, kind of second, for the zero episode or the pilot, backdoor pilot of Dear Chadwick Pod. Please check out Carefree Black Nerd Season 7, Issue 83. Um, so, with this series, of course, I'm going through the career of Chadwick Boseman, enjoying looking at some of his older work and, you know, seeing what he got into. Um, I really enjoy him as an artist. I loved everything I've seen him in. Now, there are tons of things that I have not seen him in, which, you know, I'm going to be fair. If there's some stuff I didn't like, I'm going to let you know on this podcast that I did not like it. Uh, so going through his career, he's been in theater, he's been in TV, he's been in movies. And this episode, we're going to start with the earliest thing that I could find him in, which was CSI New York. This was back in 2006, which was probably filmed in like 2000, early 2006 or late 2005. It is an episode entitled Heroes. Now, he appeared, um... 
the earliest the earliest thing that I could find him as far as television is concerned was All My Children. He was Reggie Porter. That was back in 2003. Now, I didn't find much in um, those appearances online, so I'm going to continue to search. And then after that, it was Third Watch, uh, where she played a David Wafer, and that was in the episode In Lieu of Johnson. And it's, with that, the only thing I could find is hospital scenes in that episode where he was he did not appear at all, uh, as well as Law and Order in 2004 where he played Foster Keys in the episode Can I Get a Witness. So anyone out there under the sound of my voice, if you guys uh, have access to these episodes or you know where I could have access to them, please let me know. The official hashtag for this series is Dear Chadwick Pod. So please use that and uh, correspond with me that way. So we're going to dive right into the CSI New York. Now, to get started, um, to put a little bit of context, CSI New York, um, I believe premiered in 2004. Now, this is the third kind of installment of the CSI franchise. We know, we all are familiar with Law & Order, and they got Law & Order, SVU, CSI, 1-3, ABC, and it's pretty much the same with CSI. This one, however, sets up shop in the Big Apple in New York where Detective Mac Taylor and his new partner, Joe Danville, lead a crime-solving uh, team. Now, Taylor, a retired Marine who believes evidence holds the truth and that people may try to cover up, finds balance in Joe's empathy-driven investigative style. All in all, it's a police procedural. I've seen some episodes over the years. I'm not um, unfamiliar with CSI, but I'm not familiar where like I'm a fan because I don't know what the hell is going on like a few faces felt familiar but as far as storylines and such I was like eh, I don't know what the hell this is so even more specifically season 2 episode 23 entitled heroes is the episode we're going to kind of touch on today this is the earliest appearance of Chadwick Boseman that I could find that I had access to um, this is the episode entitled heroes which is 23 out of, I believe, 24 or 25 episodes that season. So it was way at the tail end. Now, for this specific episode, the U.S. Marines are staging a small show in Central Park for Fleet Week. During one of their games, a young boy finds the body of a non-commissioned officer. The Marine was highly decorated, having served in many campaigns. The absence of any defensive wounds is puzzling to Mac Taylor, as the victim was very strong, well-trained, and combat-hardened Marine. The second case involves a burnt body inside a car. Facial recognition reveals a shocking answer. The victim has a familiar face. So, in this, because I don't want to go too deep into the episode, because Chadwick's character, Rondo, appeared in, like, one scene, it was a scene that mattered because it's part of the whole investigative second act part, but it didn't really, I don't want to say it didn't matter, but he could have been switched out for any other person. I did like seeing him on screen. It's kind of like when you <laughs> look back on old pictures or you get tagged in something on Facebook or something from like you were in high school and you're well into your 30s and 40s. It's like, what the hell is this? So he looks like the same Chadwick, you know, same color, a little smaller. You got braids. Like he looks like Chadwick. Um, and it was, it was good seeing that 
seeing that scene, knowing what he would go on to become. Uh, I think that was the part that really kind of tugged at my heartstrings during the episode. So for the episode, a guy is found dead. He has clean clothes. Uh, there's like a speck of blood on his shoulder and like, like a little stain on his thigh. Nothing major. It turns out that this man came back from war. Um, one of his good friends in war was killed and he had a watch for a chick named Ellie and he was going to, uh, give it to Ellie. And we turned out that it's Ellie is the wife of the man who died. It's a, it was really like a good episode. Like, you know, it hit all the beats. The A plot and B plot worked together really well with this. What I liked about this episode is that one, I'm unfamiliar. I'm familiar enough to like know that the main guy, like I'm familiar with his face. But I didn't know who any of the characters were. Uh, I didn't know who the hell anybody was. So watching it, it was like, okay, I get the police procedural of it all. A lot of stuff I could kind of guess. Um, that doesn't bother me because that's what I do when watching TV and movies. I'm constantly like trying to tear it down and, and build it back up in my mind. And trying to figure out what's what's next. Or, you know, this is what I think is going to happen. Are they going to subvert my expectations? So that wasn't an issue. Uh, my issue came with, and this is the early 2000s show, so, like, <sighs> the whole police of it all was so weird to me. Um, it turns out that the burnt body in the car is a police officer or a detective. I don't know. And it's someone who everyone knew. And when I watched this episode, I said, okay, I hope like hell this police officer actually appeared in like more than this episode because the way they were putting on and then remember it's the early 2000s show so it's though it is a police procedural it's very much in that sitcom way where you can just watch one episode and enjoy it. you don't absolutely have to know what happened before but that being said i was like man i hope this latinx woman appeared in other episodes now they have flashbacks in the episode so i would imagine those were pulled from other episodes but i grew up watching tv in the early 2000s so it could have just been manufactured for this episode to get off that um i like that sam merlot from true blood he was in here too so that was it was exciting to see him there and i think true blood aired in the early 2000s or mid 2000s um so yeah he was in there he was a, a a married guy who had a affair a standing affair on his wife with a male prostitute and they kept pushing that prostitute it wasn't called sex worker so there's that um i i enjoyed the episode the police stuff was was kind of cringe for me um and I don't know if it's just the quality of the show and the writing, but every five minutes, it was like, yeah, she was one of us. You know, we take care of our own. Somebody going to have to pay for this. She was all, oh, she's one of us, you know? And I was like, I, I get that. I don't know. Just something about it felt very, just weird to me. Uh, so the girl who was murdered and set on fire was doing her own little mission after this guy who was a uh who was a rapist now i don't know i'm assuming this guy was in episodes before because they opened it like yeah we got to get him we got to do this by the book we can't have, we can't have him slip away and the way it's set up 
to me, it felt like, um, again, police procedural, yeah, but it felt, it felt very childish. Like, how do I explain? Like, some of the, uh, maybe just me looking through this 2021 lens, but it felt like, it felt like mindless TV. How you can just sit back and maybe watch some reality TV show. You can cook and clean and do a bunch of shit and still kind of know what's going on. Or like that with soap operas. So I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing. But it felt like there was no strong plot. It was like, oh, this place was burned. Oh, he stole this car. Oh, what did he report it stolen an hour ago if it was stolen three hours ago? It was like, I don't know. I don't know. Y'all watch it and be the judge. Let me know. Moving from that. With the A-plot with the um, murdered uh, Marine guy. So, we go to Chadwick, Rondo. He is one of those Times Square, I want to say hustlers, but like he's doing the whole shell game, you know, finding lima bean, whatever, because there was a lima bean in the pocket of the dead um, Marine. And so, this guy, uh, I don't even know his name. He's like... He's a detective, I guess, but I thought he was like a, a forensic guy. White guy, glasses, very 2000s hair. And so he walks up and we get Rondo Chadwick playing a little shell game during Fleet Week um, with a few soldiers or Marines, whatever. And it's very generic. <laughs> like, of course, he lets the guy win the first one. Then he's like, oh, give me a chance to win my money back. Double or nothing. Five to get you 10, 10 to get you 20 and all that. And he takes the guy's money because he gets the answer wrong. Like, oh, man, you know, you know, only fuck it, whatever. They walk off. The forensic slash detective guy walks up like, yeah, what the fuck, man? No, he he do all that. But he's like pressuring um, Chadwick for answers about like, why the fuck are you out here hustling these people? You know, you did something to this man. I was like. Mm, and I, I really tried to separate the idea that this is Chadwick and just watch it as you harassing this person. And even if you replace Chadwick with a white guy, with an Asian guy, with a Latinx guy, anything, it still felt like, bro, you are emotional and that's not going to end well. And in not so many words, this guy was told that by the other, I don't know, detectives, whatever they are. And they're like, hey, man, you... You're too close to this case. We're trying to do this by the book, no matter how upset you might feel. So when he goes at Chadwick at Rondo, I'm like, I don't know. It just felt odd. It didn't feel, and it could be just preferencing like, um, I don't know. I don't know. You let you y'all let me know. Anybody who has seen this episode or watches it before or after this recording, let me know. Use that hashtag Chadwick. Excuse me, dear Chadwick Pod, and let me know because it feel it felt very odd because I couldn't put my hand on what this character was, what this guy with the glasses, what the hell is he? So Chadwick has one of those bandages on his eye, and he's like, okay, well, you know, you uh you met this dude, we found this lima bean in his pocket, he did, you did this. He's like, well, no, I didn't do that. I talked to the dude at like nine o'clock, um, played the game. He lost, and the guy was like, oh, ha, 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 only in New York, and walked off. But his fellow, I don't know, 
sweep? That's definitely not it. What is it? His fellow Marines weren't too happy about the guy losing the game, and so they roughed him up. And I'm like, this... Ah, a fucking gang. You decide to play a game of gambling on the street in Times Square, and you're upset because this man lost? This man who ain't even upset himself? And Rondo was playing for like $20, $30 maybe, which regardless of the amount, you rough him up because you mad that he... I was like, oh, this is so weird. So I thought it was especially weird because we get another scene where someone is at a bar because we're tracking the timeline of where the Marine went. And he's like, the bartender, and I thought it was a gay bar. I really thought like the twist was going to be that this Marine was gay. I really thought that. But the bartender was like, you know... Fleet Week is where we get a lot of business um, runoff from the strip clubs. And so I'm like, you're in New York. You're in this place where you want to gamble. You want to have sex. You want to drink. You want to hang out. You're upset that this man lost his money. And so you beat up this black guy who was just, I don't know, man. All in all, I did enjoy Chadwick's performance. I thought he did really good with what they gave him. Um, He looks so much like himself um and then him out of all the people on screen honestly and this ain't no i'm a chadwick stan and this may just go to the costuming department but he looks the most timeless um as far as clothing and stuff because it very much looks like early 2000s police procedural these oddly ill-fitting jackets uh the the streetwear or the casual urban clothing is just like Ugh, so cringe. But Chadwick with this, like, hoodie and leather jacket, like, he looks the most, like, if they redid that entire episode beat for beat today, you could just pull that same outfit. You wouldn't have to update anything. That's what it looked like to me. Um, I I think without his, his scene, the episode, I'm trying to think, like, could it play the same? Um, no, no, no. I think this, this scene is very vital for this episode do i think someone else could have played that role i think so because it's very blank you could have made that character a woman you could have made it a like a young teenage kid still you know rough him up um i think i think you could switch out that character for anyone but i do think that this was a good um a good five minutes or so for Chadwick. And it's one of those things that I I think is not saying necessarily take everything that's given to you, but like for you to see the road that this man went on, like to be Rondo and to end up T'Challa, Jackie Robinson, like (laughs) look at this career. So I think that that was a good, um, not Easter egg. What am I looking for? Like that was a good, appearance to have not even just to mark look how far we've come but i guess if you're gonna be maybe a big i don't know sappy which is not the term i'm looking for but if you're gonna be a bit like sappy for lack of a better term it's like you can do anything you know you have to start somewhere and i don't know that he had a rough career in the beginning like getting this work it might be like hey this was a job let's take that you know this is a a popular tv show you know even the smallest of roles can get me somewhere else but i really did enjoy seeing him 
um, seeing him from way back then, <laughs> his acting, it wasn't a whole lot to it. Um, I see a lot of elements of what you would see in a lot of his appearances and a lot of his uh, movies and whatnot. And I mean, I just enjoyed it. I know I sound like I'm standing a lot, but I just, I think that was a good scene. I will probably... I would say, because I know it's on YouTube, this scene is on YouTube, and I watched it there first, thinking that there may have been more, um, so if you have like Amazon Prime or something, I would just say go to YouTube and look it up, and I'll, I might link it in the show notes, but I think that this was a really good episode for him, and it got me kind of energized to really go through this series, because honestly, I'm still dealing with... Chadwick's death and I don't know I don't know I feel like I know a bit about why like a percentage of why that is but I don't know it entirely you know since he's passed um Natalie Tiny Lister like there's been other people who have passed but Chadwick has really kind of stuck with me. And um, if you listen to the episode, uh, happy birthday episode to my mom, I talked about a lot of, you know, me and my feelings about my mom and her passing. And I think that either I've kind of maybe imprinted on this man in his career or maybe his influence, you know, I've gotten from seeing him in so many different things. I don't know. I don't know yet. And I'm not here to diagnose myself. <laughs> I'm not here to go through a therapy session, but... I have to admit, seeing him in this scene, in this episode of this show, was really refreshing. Uh, mainly because even though, of course, he's moved on, he's passed on, this is something that I had never seen before. And there's a lot of things that he's done, TV and movie-wise, that I just have not watched. And so it is this exciting kind of rediscovering of someone who I admired and who I wanted so badly to meet like that was on my bucket list like you have to meet Chadwick Boseman you have to meet T'Challa you have to meet Jackie Robinson like I just I don't know <laughs> it's it was good long story short it was really good to see him in this episode um and I, this episode did not make me want to go back and watch any more of CSI <laughs> I'll say that. Like, I enjoy seeing him, Chadwick, in it. Rondo, great. I mean, great name. <laughs> but aside from that, I did not care. I guess because for me, the police procedure that I don't mind watching over and over again, it's two of them, and it's Law and & Order and Criminal Minds. And they're tied neck and neck for number one. I grew up with Law & Order, so I'm like, you know, that's nothing. Uh, Criminal Minds came later on when I was, you know, what, teenager into adulthood, got addicted right away. I love true crime, but CSI just doesn't do it for me. Like, if it's on, I'm at somebody's house, we're just watching it, sure. But I, yeah, no, this didn't make me want to look it up and see, you know, none of the characters felt memorable. No, that's not the word. None of them felt like... Not like that they mattered. Um, they didn't feel like... I mean, outside of Hill Harper, who played Sheldon Hawks, I like seeing him. Um, 
everybody else kind of faded into like the episode. Uh, I think Melina, oh, I'm going to get her name wrong. Is it Kenna Karates? She plays Stella something. Kenna Karates? I think that's her name. I liked her, but with her, that comes from my own <laughs> childhood of like watching a lot of shows with like white women with thick, curly hair. Um, shoot. Uh, what is that show? But she looks a lot like white women I've seen on shows like this growing up that I kind of imprinted on. Even going as far back as Cheers. Like when I watched that as a little kid. So I think that's what makes her stand out to me. But everybody else, honestly, outside of Hill Harper, who like did his own forensic thing, nobody stood out to the point where I was like, oh, let me get into this. No. I mean, honestly, not even Chadwick. Like, now, if he was a recurring character, of course I would go back and watch every episode he was in. But even his character, it was like, he popped up, and I thought, and this isn't off the strength of him being Chadwick, it's just that character specifically. I really thought he was going to come up again by the end of the episode, and he didn't. I was like, oh, this... okay, well, <laughs> here we are. Uh, so, yeah. All that being said, I think it was a good episode. If you like police procedurals, definitely check it out. Um, Rondo's scene. If you if you have Amazon Prime, go ahead and watch it. If you ain't trying to spend no money, go to YouTube. I think that's it's, it's worth a watch. And y'all let me know, what did you think about the scene? Like, did you like Rondo? Did you like Chadwick as Rondo? Um, the issue I had with the... With the guy, the detective forensic guy approaching Rondo in the way he did. I really would like to see what you guys think of that. Like, is it me kind of, like, do you think I'm overreacting? Like, I'm going to feel how I feel regardless. But I would like to know how you guys, what you guys think. So, uh, how are we going to end this? Uh, let's see. I'm going to do no rating. Well, I guess a rating, 1 out of 10. Where would I, where would I put this? this episode and then Chadwick's appearance. I think Chadwick did the best of what he had. Um, I think the episode would have been improved by his character having a bit more. And that, again, that's not even based off of me liking Chadwick Boseman. I just think that character in particular, it would have been nice if he would have had more. Um, I would put this Rondo at like a six. Yeah, at a six. Because... If I'm to be honest, I liked the episode, but that's because I like true crime and I like seeing Rondo, but I think a lot of me seeing Rondo was me liking Chadwick. The Rondo character wasn't as memorable either. Um, I think especially if I'd have watched like a few episodes before this episode and then the last episode and then maybe went into the, the third season, I don't know if I had have been watching it back then, that Rondo would have been memorable. And so, yeah, I would put it at like a hard six, a hard six. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's that. So again, you guys, thanks for listening to this first installment of Dear Chadwick Pod. The episodes, the length will probably vary. I can't say that they'll be under like 20 minutes, but um, once we start getting into movies and having guests and stuff, I'm sure they'll be longer. But thank you all for listening to this first official episode. Please use that hashtag, Dear Chadwick Pod, when you're listening to this episode. Talk to me. Anything I ask, answer it, you know, in the comments or through the hashtag. And if you have any questions for me, any updates, um, 
anything that you have to add, I'm, I welcome it. I want this to, like <laughs> I always say, make this a conversation. I really, 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 really <laughs> want some feedback with this one, y'all. And if you're not a Chadwick fan, you know, that that's fine. You know, just listen in and say, hey, I'm listening. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, well, thank you all again for listening. Hit me up on Twitter. Carefree Blurred is my handle. Uh, Carefree Black Nerd everywhere else. Uh, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. If you'd like to email, you don't want everything out in social media, that's perfectly fine. And please rate, review on iTunes. Give me those five stars. Give me a rating as well. I'd love to read some on air. And, um... Thanks. And until next time, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, stay Wakanda forever, <laughs> and give Rondo a fucking break, man. If you see a guy named Rondo in Times Square shuffling walnuts with lima beans, give him about $10. <laughs> All right, y'all.